Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 14 of Optimal Living Advice, the podcast where we take any questions you might have about the many struggles of life and get them answered for you here on the show. I am your host, certified life coach, Greg Audino. We've got a very, very deep episode on tap for you today. I am I'm very grateful for today's question. It calls for a lot of powerful questioning and self-reflection. So let's just get to it and see if we can help out. I suffer from anxiety and recently have been suffering from depression as well. Every day is different with the severity of how I react or feel, and I'm at the point in my life where I just don't know what to do anymore. My question is, when you want to follow your heart and it seems as though the universe is giving you signs, but you don't know how to interpret them, what do you do? With the anxiety and depression, I feel I can't differentiate from what's real or not sometimes. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being open like this. I know discussing depression in particular and being vulnerable when it comes to depression can be very difficult in this kind of setting, this public setting, if you will, this uh, public forum. So I just want to applaud you for that and thank you for trusting all of us here at Optimal Living Advice with your truth and believing in us to help you out a little bit. So you talk about wanting to follow your heart and also the universe giving you signs to do so. What I want to know is, why do you need the signs to follow your heart? To me, these sound like two separate entities. One is your dream, and the other is sort of an instruction or direction. If you have your dream and you want to follow your heart, then what's worth looking into is why you feel as though you need the universe on your side as well. Now, I personally don't necessarily believe that following one's heart should be free of prerequisites. Some people talk about just following your heart blindly and trusting where it takes you. I'm a little more practical. I think it's more important to ask certain questions beforehand. That's just me. But if I'm following a dream and waiting for signs to do so, which it sounds like is the boat you found yourself in, all this really is a means of taking responsibility and risk away from me. It's like saying, I'm going to move to Nashville and follow my dream to become a country singer. Oh, but, but only if mom and dad say it's okay. You know, it sounds to me like you're looking for extra approval or the green light to follow your heart. And while this kind of green light is comforting, it's not really empowering. And therefore, waiting for signs isn't really helping you. So let's look at how this dynamic plays into your anxiety and depression, though. Your anxiety is present here because one would think it would spike the more you feel you're risking something or putting yourself on the line. The opposite then, what would theoretically suppress your anxiety is to have this sign from the universe on your team, something that takes the blame off of you a little bit if things don't work out the way you want them to. As for your depression, depression is the perpetual loss of hope, right? You summed it up very efficiently in your question when you said, I just don't know what to do anymore. Depression is just the ongoing feeling that all courses of action are doomed to failure. There's nothing to be hopeful for. A sign from the universe, however, is a very cosmic form of hope. It transcends who you are as a person. And because the universe or acts of God or whatever are impossible to really define, there's hope that can come in that because nobody can disprove it. No one can prove signs from the universe are real or more importantly right now are not real. So if the universe provides a sign of hope, a sign that you or no one else can disprove, 
That works in your favor. That instills hope in you and combats your depression. But what's happening here and what I'm concerned about is the fact that you're putting your fate in the hands of something besides you. You're saying to yourself, I'm not willing to go down this path alone or follow my heart alone. Now, I can see why you'd want the extra comfort right now since you're currently in a more fragile state, but that lack of ownership is not really facilitating your improvement. The signs you find from the universe are not keys to your success. You are. So if you're wondering how to interpret them, interpret them neutrally. You'll never know the right interpretations anyway. Sure, they might be cosmic signs from above that are steering your path, but they might also be the placebo effect and mere projections of the signs that you just want to see. Does that make sense? Like Unless you're also suffering from a mental illness that causes hallucinations, the signs you're seeing could very well just be the signs that you want to see. Now, again, I'm not here to say that signs from the universe do or do not exist, but there is an area of the brain that sorts through stimuli to only recognize that which we want to recognize or the thoughts that are most effective. It's called the reticular activating system. So anyone who wants a little science lesson, look that up. <laughs> anyway, in summary, taking action is important. I feel as though it's useful to act in a way that counteracts your anxiety. That doesn't mean to disrespect your anxiety. Absolutely not. But acting independently and putting yourself at risk for failure will thicken your skin and get you into the rhythm of not being fearful of outcomes. Yes, you can think enough before taking action about the health of all people related to the action you'll take, uh, the practicality of it, but eventually the time must come to just take that leap. This is how you will find new experiences, and new experiences are what change our thinking patterns. Anxiety and depression are usually not just willed away. Taking action, making lifestyle changes, making environmental changes are means of changing your brain chemistry and developing new, hopefully healthier beliefs, which of course support a new and healthier way of living. With depression, it's hard to take action because we don't believe in it. But the more we can break through that and take thoughtful action anyway, the better a chance we stand. Now, on that last note, the last thing I can say for you or anyone else that legitimately suffers from depression is that me answering your questions can only go so far. Looking for advice on something is different than getting treated for mental illness. Though getting outside insight into big questions can be extremely helpful, those with ongoing mental illness will find the most help by seeking out the right therapist for them. So if this is you, please start or continue work in therapy. Shake up therapists until you find the right match meet regularly, be patient, have the right intentions, and just be open. We are always here, however, to provide some free help in our own way uh, here at the show, so do not hesitate to send questions in. As I'm sure you know, we're happy to give you a boost in the right direction by giving your questions a look on the show. So you can email your questions to advice at oldpodcast.com. Again, that is advice at oldpodcast.com. We read through all of them and are answering as many as we possibly can, so we'd be happy to add yours to the list. That does it for today, though, friends. I hope you took something from this episode, and I hope you'll stop in for the next one. Until then.